after a terrible day, I will rush yeah. home yeah. to get dinner on the table to get to the computer because I just feel so, so much better after singing. Everyone's all over the world. There's people all over in remote regions. And that's really what Anthony should applaud himself for is bringing people closer who couldn't possibly do this any other way. Welcome to the Rock Docs podcast, a podcast about the female physician choirs of Voices Rock Canada. In this podcast series, we share how we found a powerful and unexpected remedy to burnout through singing, our community, and our big-hearted and hilarious artistic director, Anthony Bastianin. Hello and welcome. In this episode, I interview Dr. Jen Brokenshire, a hospitalist and the medical director for two summer camps, as well as a member of the online Voices Rock Connect Choir. Jen and I had never met before this conversation. It was so fun to get to know her and learn more about Voices Rock Connect and how that same magic runs through all the Voices Rock Canada choirs. We talk about how choir has been a critical source of support for her during the isolation of the pandemic and how her choir has been able to foster a powerful community despite having never met. So please enjoy this conversation with Jen and stick around to hear a clip of one of Jen's favorite Voices Rock songs. Hi, Jen. Welcome. Thank you so much for joining me today. You're my first Connect interview. You may be my only one. We'll see what I have time for, but I've been really excited to chat (laughs) with you because I've heard that you guys have um, a great group and a lot of the same magic that we have in our choir too. So I'm excited to talk about that today. And then the other thing that I'm really excited to talk to you about is, as you know, before this interview, I sent you a few questions just to get ready for it. And you wrote about how you are the camp director of a couple of camps. So Camp Mm Maybelief and Camp Tanamacoon. Am I saying that correctly? Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was so excited when I saw this because camp was a huge part of my life when I was growing up. And actually, I'm doing another podcast that I'm going to be launching later in the year. And I'm actually doing an interview today with a group of my camp friends. So we're going to be talking about camp and our oh. teen years. So there's going to be f- uh, four of my friends, so five of us. And so I very much had camp on the brain. And so when I saw that, I thought that was really funny because in a lot of ways, I think about choir and the community and all the stuff I love about it is actually very similar to what I love about camp um, and why Same. 20 years later, it's still such a huge part of my life. So I'm I'm really curious to ask you about that. Okay, why don't we just start from the beginning? I'd love to hear about how you joined choir and how you found it. I heard about it through Facebook and it was born from a traumatic situation and I needed something to help me process. Plus being in the pandemic and being at home a lot and being a single parent during the pandemic, but at any time as a physician has been very challenging for me. And I think for almost anybody, but in a way that I'm sure everybody has difficulty when they separate or they're in a divorce, but my divorce was very contentious and traumatizing for everyone. And so being at the hospital and having two children and all of that, it gave me an anchor and an outlet and it's a very supportive group. But then also there was a woman who was, who died, who has stayed close to my heart, even though we, we didn't ever meet. We had planned to meet two days before she was murdered 
because she reached out to me having heard that I had managed to relocate myself with my two children. And she wanted to know how that was accomplished. And we had planned to meet on the phone the week after. And then she unfortunately passed away two days later. And that was a lot of trauma. And then the Voices Rock Medicine was somehow linked to Ilana in, in that there was like this nebulous fog or cloud around it that had somehow been part of the healing for this situation. And, um, and then I started reading about it and I, and then my sister oddly knows Anthony and his wife because she's a professional stage manager with Mervish. So she's worked Mm. with both of them. And, and so when I told her, I was thinking about joining this choir, she goes, Oh, who's running it. And I told her and she goes, I know him. And uh, she didn't know about the choir, but she knew Anthony and she knew his wife. She knew Denise. So that all was just interesting. And then my daughter, who also sings, she's uh, 13. She She's singing with a woman who Anthony works with at Sheridan College. There's a whole bunch of crossovers. So it was all these mm-hmm. messages that I got mm-hmm. in various ways that it was the right thing. And it's been awesome because I can hide. Mm. I can sing. <laughs> and... As a physician, I fear judgment, and it's mm-hmm. kept me from submitting things to uh, open mic. It's and it's made me reflect on my own fears. And last night's open mic made me go, "Oh man, I should have submitted something." Every time I listen and watch, I'm humbled by people's generosity of spirit because it's something to aspire to. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's a, it's a nice thing. And I always did theater when I was a kid before I went into medicine, but I did science because I thought it would be a better way to make a living. Hmm. Yeah. So many hmm. common themes that come up in all of these interviews of, I think there's this kind of most people in our choir are very worried about judgment and just how we appear on the outside. I think that's people who are attracted to medicine, but also I think the the culture brings that out out in us there's a certain degree of having to be professional and put together and and not we don't love to be vulnerable (laughs) so um yeah I similarly didn't I think the open mics actually have been really helpful because recording is easier than doing things in person but still quite anxiety provoking so yeah maybe maybe the next one you know my uh, (laughs) camp my camp experiences uh, I'm not self-conscious at all in that setting so being mm. a physician at camp during camp is amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Agreed. And I think, Agreed. I think it's the man who owns the camps that I'm involved with. He owned Hannah McCoon already, but he bought Camp Maple Leaf from the armed forces and wanted to use it as a, a platform for emotional uh, healing of either soldiers with PTSD or kids with mental health issues. Well, and I, and I want, I, you know, obviously I, we'll be talking more about choir today, but I would love to talk to you more about that because my camp that I worked at as a teen and young adult is a camp near Ottawa. And it was actually run for many years by a child psychiatrist based out of McMaster, Dr. Dan Offord. And so mm-hmm. it was, the camp was for kids who the families were below the poverty line. And um, anyways, it's a very special place, but it has really shaped everything, I think, for me in my life. And I think my willingness oh, wow. to do choir, because I am naturally a very kind of socially anxious person. I don't actually like being the center of attention. 
which is ironic because I'm doing a podcast, but that is who I am. I think a lot of that started with camp. And just at camp, you can be a lot more free. There's a lot of silliness and playfulness. And it's so impactful for things like mental health. But it's done in a way where it's just so fun. And you're with this group of people that everybody's yes. you know, really engaged in it. And that's what choir is like. What was like, the name right? of the camp you attended? Yeah. What was the name of the camp? Christy Lake Camp. Just so yeah. I'll put it in the back of my brain. Yeah. 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 No, we'll talk more about it. I'm I, glad I really that you it. had that experience and that it's brought you to your, it's interesting that you lean into things that make you uncomfortable. That I personally do or yeah. just in general. <laughs> that, I wouldn't say people well, generally I do think that. We all do. I think we all do. I think a lot of the people in choir do that mm. and they surprise themselves with, with their ability. Yeah. And I'm just I'm inching closer to the edge of the water to jump in. And I think that in-person choir will be empowering. I, I'm a connector. I can't, I'm very um, happy that we've connected through choir, but I think that this platform is starting to make my mental health suffer. I feel disconnected. And the only way I'm connected as a single parent is at work. Mm. And that's tough. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. So I think yeah. that, Choir has done that for a lot of people too. And being connected to each other virtually is better than nothing. But I'm ready, mm-hmm. <laughs> ready for in person. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think. And maybe I'll actually yeah. submit a video. I'm about to record my, my landslide for the recording for that. Mm. Yeah, for that I just heard from Susan that you guys are doing that. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. So I would love to hear a bit more about how you guys have been able to foster community, despite being on this platform of having to meet virtually. And and this is the plan forever, right? You guys are always going to be virtual and there are people coming from everywhere in the world, is my understanding. And so you will have some in-person stuff, but it ultimately, there's no end game to get to be meeting in person on a regular basis. So I'm just curious about how that's been cultivated, how you guys have been able to derive so much support and benefit despite it being online. I think it's the format it's fairly structured and Anthony does a interview with one person every time that lets us know each other combined with our WhatsApp group where we can vent or ask questions. I think that's made us connected. And I also believe that seeing each other's living rooms (laughs) is kind of intimate. And I've noticed the differences between different people and how they present themselves on camera depends on your state of mind and it makes you feel normal, right? Like your kitchen's Mm -hmm. a mess, your kids are running around or whatever, and the kids in and out of the room and doors slamming, it's life, it's real life. I think that actually really connects people. Just you're not the only one, you know? Um, And I'm really hoping to get some time off so I can attend both in-person events. Could you tell me a little bit more about those in-person events? Because they sound really fun. I want to have the same thing for our choir. The first one's at the end of... The first one's... um, Denise is going to be doing some workshops. And actually, those workshops that we've done online with, with Anthony around breathing are very akin to yoga and meditation. Mm -hmm. And so I've discovered that my yoga has benefited from this singing. And I think the benefit of in-person will be even more. There's just nothing mm-hmm. better than 
vibing in a room with, I sound like my 13 year old (laughs) (laughs) with a bunch of people doing the same thing. I can only imagine yesterday I was moved to tears on the, on the open mic. And so I can't imagine. Yeah. I I can imagine that our first in-person event being in one room with everybody that you've met on camera will be emotional. And I'm very much Mm -hmm. looking forward to it. The second one, I'm on call for the Saturday evening, but I'm going to stay over on Friday. I'm going to take advantage of the Saturday and I'm going to drive to the hospital and drive back. Uh, It's worth it to me. I want to spend time with these ladies. I can imagine in its campfires, I'll bring my ukulele and all that stuff. I think we're going to have a wonderful time together getting to know each other. It sounds so fun. I, the, especially the campfire, like singing around a campfire is my favorite thing to do. Yeah. And I, I can't play the guitar or the ukulele, yeah. but I can sing. <laughs> yeah. And I have to say, yes, I agree with you. I'm very excited for you guys to be able to sing together because it is different. Although I have to say, because we did, we've done Zoom now for a long time during the pandemic, that Anthony, uh, with Denise singing the recordings, has really been able to get it pretty close to feeling like you're singing with other people. So right at the beginning, I don't know if you guys ever had this, but we would just sing on our own and we didn't have recordings to sing with. You didn't hear the harmonies at the same time. But the way that he's been able to shift and pivot during the pandemic to allow us to be able to hear the other harmonies at the same time and drill us in learning it with the different parts has been Pretty incredible. And I actually forget about that because I'm just so used to it now. But I think, yeah, I, I guess think that I forgot has been about really, that too. Yeah. Unbelievable, yeah. actually. Yeah. And, and I, I don't know that most choirs have a professional singer. It's a testament to the resilience of both professions. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's unbelievable. And I'm so saddened by the dark theaters because of my sister. Yeah, And so I can empathize with him as well uh, as Denise. And I think I can't, I just can't wait to meet them yeah. in person. I imagine maybe the in-person won't be much different. I think it will be pretty awesome. But I think in terms of, yeah. as far as Zoom choir goes, I think it's pretty much as good as it can get. It's, it's pretty impressive. As good as it gets, as good as it yeah. gets. And I had listened yeah. to a virtual choir a long time ago that was global that I was very moved by. And and so when this choir came up, I thought I'm going to just suspend my disbelief because it's just going to be really cool. I mm-hmm. think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think another similar thing is putting together those recordings. You mentioned you guys are doing landslide right now, singing that and then hearing how it all comes together and hearing everybody sing together is pretty amazing. Yeah. So that's another thing I that think I think he's done great. so well. And I just wanted to actually go back to something you said earlier about how it's our choir has really demonstrated the resilience of both, or it's a good representation of the resilience of our field of medicine and then also the arts. And it made me think of something that Anthony said to us. I don't know if he said this to you guys as well, but there was a part in the pandemic where I think the rest of the world was starting to open up maybe after the third wave, before the fourth wave, but how for Mm -hmm. both communities, there was still this sense of we're not there yet. In the medical profession, we there's certain things we have to think about in terms of being able to show up to work and have enough people, you know, there to cover shifts and just having a different social responsibility around the pandemic. And then similarly, Mm -hmm. the the world of the arts, they're going to be the last ones to open up, they can't yet pack the theaters the way that they used to. And just how there's kind of parallel experience, I think, being in both of those worlds and how you know, the, I mean, the world, the arts That's has been very particularly traumatized by the pandemic. And 
Yeah, mm-hmm. and has to demonstrate and has had to demonstrate I think so that's much true. resilience. That's a parallel there, completely, complete parallels. Mm-hmm. And I think the sense mm-hmm. of difficulty with, I think most physicians are rule followers. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe not, but I certainly am. <clears throat> Same for yeah. the most part, but the sense of frustration that we all feel is shared and that's mm-hmm. comforting. You're not the only one out there raging against the machine. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? 100%. And then you get to sing. Yeah. And I love yeah. that I can't hear you. You can belt it out. <laughs> it's so therapeutic after a terrible day. I will rush yeah. home yeah. to get dinner on the table to get to the computer because I just feel so, so much better after singing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people have talked about how it it gives energy instead of, you know, it's another thing you have to fit into your very busy life. And uh, but it's just it's so worth it. Right? There were times I would skip in the past, and I I don't skip it anymore. I'd come home deplete, and I just Mm -hmm. couldn't think about getting on the camera. But just getting your butt in front of the computer and listening and then just pulling out your music, even if you haven't rehearsed or sung anything all week, it's it's really easy to just utilize the platform with your friends that and their faces are so familiar. It's so mm. everyone's becoming so much more familiar. So it's very nice. Mm. I think that's so amazing that you guys have been able to create that community and these friendships, having never met each other. I think that's one of the good things I think that has come out of the pandemic. I've actually made a lot of really good friends during the pandemic that I've never met in person, but you really can create those connections and those friendships, even though you've not, not been physically together. But I love hearing that. Yeah. yeah. Can you speak a little bit to just exactly where everybody's coming from? Because I know I've heard there's somebody coming from Australia. Where are most of the members from? Hmm. Anywhere that they can get on a computer, but they're across Canada. I know there's people in Nova Scotia, and I believe somebody in Thunder Bay. And then the one young woman from Australia, she is, uh, Sangeeta is her name. Mm -hmm. She's got the smile that lights up my screen and she's in a sunny place. I can't wait to see her in person as well. This is, this interview is really helping me to, um, feel like it's really important to me. I didn't realize how important it would be. Um, and mm-hmm. yeah, there, uh, because if there, if the computer shuts off and there's no more choir, that would be a loss for me. Yeah. I think. Yeah. So it's going to be, uh, it's going to be neat to see the ones from Halifax and the ones from London and the ones from Ottawa, anywhere that I can possibly drive to would be is a friend but you know everyone's all over the world so yeah there's people all over in remote regions and that's really what anthony should applaud himself for is bringing people closer who couldn't possibly do this any other way Mm -hmm. and i think it's good it's so good it's so healing it's so good yeah and i don't know if you know this but uh, sankita's mother is in my choir and she's got that I the same that smile. I saw her. Yeah. 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 So seeing them wet. together is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, that's neat. So I hope my daughter, by being around, like in my orbit when I'm doing this, will consider doing the youth choir with Anthony. Mm-hmm. If not, she does do her own vocals. She's got the voice of a just an absolute angel, but she doesn't know it. 
She doesn't mm. see it or hear it. Yeah. Mm. And I think setting an example of how to connect and keep yourself healthy with yeah. your children around when you're doing our work is really important. And that's been, that's given me that ability. Mm-hmm. I agree. So I'm just aware of time and I have a few quick fire questions that I've asked all of the other people or during all of the other interviews. So yeah. Okay. Okay. So I would love to ask you your top three songs that you guys have ever sung. Oh, gee, that's hard. I love Landslide, but I think I Don't Need No Doctor is going to be pretty rocking. Anything I want to stand up and dance to when I'm singing are my favorites. I also really like Brave. Many of the songs were chosen to help us feel that way. And Brave is a really good one. And what else? If I had my songbook in front of me, why can't I think of the name of this? Every time he announces a new song, I go, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Great one. Yeah. Believe in You is a good song, too. Okay. How about your funniest Anthony moment? Jeez. <laughs> he catches you by surprise a lot when he's interviewing people. Funniest Anthony moment. I'm drawing a blank. He's just amusing in general to me. Like yeah. I- all of it. It's just, he just makes me giggle the entire time. He has no, he has a filter, but he's very self-deprecating. So that makes him amusing to me. I think when he interviewed Denise might've been mm. one of my favorites because the dynamic between them is very interesting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> And his love for her comes through it all. Mm-hmm. He's, but he's very, very acerbic with his wit. He's got a high wit. Yes. Yeah. Very intelligent man. Very yeah. intelligent man. Don't tell him I said that. <laughs> It'll throw his ego off. Because he's always no, saying he that, it. well, I'm with a bunch of doctors. I'm with a I bunch know. of doctors. So, yeah, whatever, dude. He knows. He knows. I think he's got to know how intelligent he is. But it makes me <laughs> laugh when he, when he does stuff like that. I don't have any I think he likes to hear moments. it. I, I wish he'd do a pratfall. I wish he was less perfect because that would make me laugh. If he would fall off his chair or uh, anything yeah it's just mm. yeah yeah there isn't any mm-hmm. there isn't there hasn't been any one particular moment but I, I do admire his his relationship with his wife and how he can make a joke on the fly he's a mm-hmm. really funny man yeah he is very funny okay is there one moment that sticks out to you where you were particularly grateful for being part of choir yeah the last time anthony interviewed me i kind of emoted a little and shared with the group about my divorce a little bit more and how sad I was during the pandemic and having some particularly bad week. And I just shared how healing it was. I think I managed to choke back tears, but it it evoked so many people texting me on WhatsApp saying, thank you for sharing that. And thank you for, because I was moved by Elena's death so much that it was difficult to carry. And I'm glad I was able to come and do this voice work with a group of people who knew her or some people knew her. And it cemented for me the reasons that I really want to continue. Because if online doesn't happen, I don't think I'll be able to continue those connections. And it's like camp Mm. being over. That would be hard. That would be hard. Yeah. It's so great getting to speak to you about your experiences because it's pretty much the same as our choir. 
right? And a lot of people in these interviews have talked about moments when they've struggled and the rest of the choir has just been there and picked them up. I think in general, you can say that most physicians don't like to burden other people, don't like to be vulnerable. Maybe I shouldn't say universally, but I would say that is a fairly common physician thing. And I think it's been very difficult for people to open up, but people have always been just met with that response that you just described, just showing up and being there and understanding and empathizing and and just really being present for each other. So it's really nice to hear. Every physician feels probably quite alone. And because nobody knows what you go through, even in your own unique job, but then you have to keep things secret. And there's this confidentiality that makes a lot of sharing not it's not conducive to sharing even with veiled descriptions. So they know, and women on camera are all there. They get it. They know that without me even saying that or anybody Mm -hmm. saying that. So that's partly how healing it's been is just being in a shared experience, you know, with Mm -hmm. work, family balance and the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so glad I did it. I'm so glad. Mm-hmm. And I've asked people to yeah. join and I feel mm-hmm. sorry for people who don't know how wonderful it is, mm-hmm. but I can't sing. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, yeah, that'll keep you away. No, yeah. I, I, this is why I'm doing this podcast. It's pretty amazing how many different ways choir has benefited so many people, but there is this barrier because yeah. of, I think not just with physicians, but I think particularly with physicians, it's just, it seems kind of silly. Like, do you really have time for that? Um, that's kind of embarrassing. Like, that's for sure the mind drama I had in terms of joining and continue to have like, with this podcast. And every time I do anything where I'm having to do something that feels uncomfortable, that I'm not good at auditioning for things, whatever it might be. But every time it's just so worth it. So, yeah. That's, yes, I think daring that's greatly in what whatever I'm, you do is important. And this can foster mm-hmm. that. And I, now you're inspiring me now for my, <laughs> I think I might submit a open mic night video that never gets played for the group. Do it. I wonder what Anthony would do with it as long as he doesn't share it without my permission. <laughs> <laughs> but I, my strategy is I make people do stuff with me, except for one open mic. I've always done it with one of my, my very good friends who I also had joined the choir with me and and without her she's not socially anxious at all (laughs) but without her I wouldn't have done most of the things that I've done in choir so yeah I credit her for being my buddy I'm not socially anxious but it's all about the singing for me it's all about the judgment so Mm. because the Mm, there is such talent in these women some of them are just like they blew me away last night I was just I'm so impressed and the generosity of spirit sharing that is really really important yeah all right well thank you so much jen for your time today it's been really fun talking to you i look forward to talking to you some more and maybe meeting you at one of the in-person events and yeah it's just been so nice to hear about your experiences in choir oh it's been been great and uh and very healing very healing so we'll see you soon i'll see you soon okay bye jen take care bye thanks bye what you want to say and let the words fall out honestly i want to see you be brave with what
Thanks for taking a listen to this episode. If you are a woman physician, Voices Rock Medicine is the in-person choir that meets in Toronto, and Voices Rock Connect is a virtual option that has members logging in from all over the world. If you are not a woman physician and you live in the greater Toronto area, you can check out Voices Rock Ensemble if you are 18 or older, Voices Rock Prime if you are 65 plus, or Voices Rock Kids if you are in grade 3 through 12. Learn more about Voices Rock and how to join the Voices Rock community by clicking on the link in the description or by visiting voicesrockcanada.com.